He's a defensive end for us. That's that's his position. Um, you know, the thing that's good about him and guys like Connor and Brandon Graham, having a background three, four the last couple of years, it makes some of our zone dogs, some of our you know, sort of third down stuff where, um, you know, you're running some some blitz stuff. Using those guys in coverage makes it a little bit easier to use those those guys. Those guys are used to doing it. Um, but he's defense vent for us. We like his skill set there. So far through uh, OTAs and minicamp and the first few days of training camps, uh, Graham and Curry have been the most exclusively lined up on the left side. Are they going to Yeah, we'll be around? switching them. Yeah, we'll be switching them. Um, we've already done the same thing with our corners. Um, you know, we get those guys moved around an awful lot. You know, with corners, there might be a, a week where we want to match a certain guy on a certain player, and he's got to be used to playing right and left. Um, maybe an injury forces us to do something like that. And the same thing up front. Um, we'll use rotation up front. You know, we want to try to get as much production as we can out of guys. And I've said this before, it's a little bit like those, <clears throat> excuse me, it's a little bit like those relievers coming out of the bullpen, you know, that are heating it up. 98, 99. It's hard to do that for seven innings, but you can do it for you know a couple innings, and that's what we expect from from those guys. So they have to be able to play multiple positions, multiple sides if we're going to have that kind of rotation up front. Just like everybody else needs to be consistent from practice to practice, needs to make plays on the ball, needs to be physical in, um, in the run game, and that's that's Eric, that's Leotis, that's Brooks, that's. Nolan, Carroll, you guys probably get on me or whoever I forget, but let's just put it as all the corners. All the corners, yeah. All the corners. Um, they're all going to be judged on the same thing. Um, all of them are in a little different spot. All of them have different strengths, different weaknesses. One of the things for us in training camp is try to find that best combination of guys that, um, you know, and, and use them in the best way. Um, you know, so he's no different than anybody else. How much of a factor is that, like, getting two guys out there whose kind of, skills kind of complement each other? Yeah, I, I think that's that's corners. I think that it's also, you could also consider that corner and safety. I think linebackers, um, uh, defensive end, defensive tackles. Um, you know, it, it's, it's sort of a corny cliche, but... You know, if you if you really look, we got to find a way that that our um, hole is greater than the sum of our parts. You know, that's good team play. Um, that's our job as coaches, and that's the the job of the players. But if we can find a way to, lack of a better back of better expression, to make one plus one equal three, then we've done our job. And the way you do that is have complementary players. Um, you know, I told our guys the other night. Um, we got the Olympics coming up, and the the record for the 400 meters is like. 43 seconds or something. The record for the 4x100, same same distance, but the record for the 4x100 is like 36 seconds. I mean, that's not even, that's not, well, no, not the first one. Not the first one. I mean, but, but the idea there is teamwork can trump individual play. And I think if we're doing our job in training camp, if our players are, um, you know, responding well in the scheme if if we have a scheme that matches the players you'll see the sum should be greater than um than the, the individual parts um we're not there yet believe me we're not there yet what does he have to do now the pads are on yeah, you know, there's really not a whole lot different for those guys when it comes to coverage whether they're in full pads or not um Probably the biggest thing in coverage, because they're very rarely using their shoulder pads in coverage. 
you know, they're using hands, they're using feet. You know, the contact that comes out of corners is usually hands and feet. The thing with, um, with pads is stepping up and playing in the run game because you can't play with corners that won't attack the run. Um, you know, and those guys have to all prove that they can step up and, and thud a running back and go take on a pulling guard at times. That's part of their job description. What did the film show about him as a tackler at LSU? You know, it, it was good because he played a lot of different positions. Played in at nickel. Um, There's even some thought of him um, playing safety here. You know, he's he's done those things, and you don't put a bad tackler in at those nickel and safety positions. Um, but what he did at college, honestly, well, he doesn't have a whole lot of effect on what he's what's going to go on now. You don't uh, you don't get any points for that. Yeah, neither guy finished. Yeah, you're not gonna catch me on injuries, brother. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, yeah. McKelvin is a pretty high pick, and when you look at his career, what's kind of held him back from being a year in, year out starter, kind of holding that down? Well, it took him a little while to get started. I thought he really came onto his own the year before I got to Buffalo, 2012. He had a really good year. And the year I was there, he was playing at a Pro Bowl level, I thought, until he broke his uh, leg, ankle, whatever it was, in the Miami game. Um, so, you know, what happened before that, I really can't speak to. Um, last year, it was an injury thing. He started on the PUP, and then um, when they came out, you know, that, that was a team that was blessed with a lot of corners. Um, you know, just the fact of, um, you know, where they've been the last couple of years. But, um, He's responded well here. He's a veteran player. Um, you know, it's nice having guys like Leotis, guys like Nolan Carroll, guys like Malcolm Jenkins, Rodney, uh, Rodney McLeod. Um, you know, if I forget anybody, just fill fill in the name of the veteran. You know, so that you guys don't try to read between lines that aren't there. It looks like but, you're, uh, you're going with, uh, Sam Will at outside backer. You could bring sure going left or right. Is that kind of where you're? Yeah, right now we're flipping them, and it sort of falls into the, the question before, getting guys used to both sides. Um, and it also compartmentalizes their learning a little bit at this point um, and just trying to get those guys sort of up to speed right away. So um, right now we're doing it. There might come a time when we get a little bit farther in that we tell them on practice to stay on their side so they get used to playing, you know, different techniques. But right now, it, it helps compartmentalize what they're being asked to do. Jay, with, the, Jay, with, 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 the, with the referees here the next couple of days, what are you looking to get out of that time? You know, the communication between the officials and the coaches is probably already there, always there, but the communication between the players and the officials this time of year is, is really good. Those guys be in our meetings out here on the practice field, um, you know, they – it, it's not just the flag gets thrown, it's why and that communication back and forth. And, you know, it really doesn't matter what a coach thinks. It really doesn't matter what a player thinks. It's what the officials saw on the field. And it's our job to educate ourselves on to play the game the way they're seeing it because that's the way they're going to officiate. So we can, you know, complain all the time, hey, that's not a foul. If they're going to throw, if they're going to, uh, throw the flag. Well, we have to play it as if it's going to be a foul, and it's the same thing. If we think it's clean, or we think uh, it's a foul, and they don't, well, we have to play to that standard. That's the standard, and it helps us in a non-competitive situation to get educated on on the way they see things. We don't have a full staff out here, um, but there's great communication. We have meetings together with the players and the officials, and um, it's always my favorite time of the year with the officials. You know, um, that call didn't cost you a game. You know, and you can learn a lot when it comes to when you don't have a horse in the race, dog in the hunt, whatever that, um, whatever that uh, expression is. 
but you know when they throw it out here on one-on-ones and they can say, hey, you armbarred the guy, that, that's a lot different than in the game because in the game you never think of fouls against you and you think the opponent fouled every play. So um, it, it helps us. What'd you say about Nigel Bradham, you know him better than most here. What kind of player is he? What kind of person? I think I think you're gonna like the way he plays football. Um, he's a tough physical player, he plays fast. Um, you know, he's got it he has a little bit of injuries last year and wasn't able to finish the year. Um, but he fits he fits what we're we're doing. Um, he's a professional, he's young, but he's he's as a I don't know, it's hard to call a vet, but I guess he is a vet. I mean, if I call Rodney McLeod of that, I got to call. I got to call Nigel of that. Um, good to have him here. What's the value? Uh, sorry, if anyone can strapped to be a two-gap, three-four performance. Yeah, you know, just because he was drafted for that doesn't mean that that's the only thing he can do. You know, that doesn't mean that's his only skill set. When um, when he played at LSU, he was in their pass rush in the last couple of years. I think he's come out on a lot of pass situations. And we're, we're going to give him the opportunity to stay out. He's going to have to take advantage of that opportunity and show that he can win the one-on-ones. And, uh, you know, he can complement Fletch and he can complement all our other defensive ends. Um, you know, one-trick ponies are tough to play with in the NFL. And um, I, I, I like, I mean, again, just because he was drafted that way doesn't mean that's the only thing he can do. I'm excited about him. And um, it's going to be fun to watch him sort of expand his horizons a little bit. He's got the skill set to do it. No, no question. No question. Thanks, Jim.